0: Checkmate. 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 Check. This is the Chestnut Checkers podcast. Checkmate. Learn a new mindset to create wealth. We need to be more independent thinkers, man. Passive income. Mathematics is precise. A successful business. Chess moves. And money management strategies. This is Chestnut Checkers. Well Hey guys, we got a great, great episode to talk about tonight. Some particular things. Now, we're not going to get into stocks today. We're not going to get into specific stocks, but it's something I want to talk about because a lot of you guys have uh, reached out to me. A lot of you guys have asked me a lot of questions. A lot of you guys ask me questions that kind of concerns me. So I decided I was going to jump on tonight and just talk about that because a lot of people are saying things that concern me, right? You guys know I've been in this for a while. I've been in this for, what, 15, 14 years, I think. Uh, I guess 14 years I've been doing this. I've seen people of every type. Coming to trading. I've seen people quit. I've seen people give up. I've seen people blame the market. I've seen people get mad. I've seen a lot of things, right? And I've noticed that a lot of people see when they go through the market, it's the same cycle. And I want to talk about this. I want to make sure you guys are aware of it. I want to make sure you guys have it on your radar so when it happens to you, you can stop yourself from feeling like that, right? Because when we trade stocks, a lot of people for the first time, there's a maraud of emotions you go through, right? and, it's, and it's common. And I'm gonna tell you, some of the people that have been fo- some people that have been following me for a long, long time. They know because I say it all the time, because I talk about it all the time. I always talk about this because when you first start trading stocks, when you first get into any kind of investment, when you first get into business, you gotta understand the emotions that you're feeling. Because if you don't, you're gonna make mistakes, right? Because we know in the mentorship program, we know in the Chestnut Checkers community that we remove emotion, we remove logic from decisions. We save our emotions, we save our love, hate, whatever, or not really hate. We save our love, we save our all that stuff for our close friends and family, right? But we don't put those emotions into trading, right? So let's talk a little bit about how almost everybody comes into the stock. We're going to talk about how people feel. We're going to talk about the emotions you go through. We're going to talk about how to control those emotions. We're going to talk about ways that you can stop this from happening. Because I'm going to tell you guys a situation that most of you go through. Now, if you're in a mentorship program, if you've been watching me for a while, you've heard this before. So just bear with me here, because I got to say it again for the new people, because I got a lot of followers in the last, what, two weeks. I guess when I went over 100,000, it seemed like, like, I guess, all of a sudden it just blew up. I don't know why. <laughs> like the, when I got one over a hundred thousand and all these followers came. I guess a hundred thousand makes you legit or something. I don't know. But back to what I was saying, right? So whenever we get into the stock market, we go through emotions. And most of the time you think it's just you. That's another thing I want to talk about. Because a lot of times when we do these things, we think it's just me. It's, you know, it's just I'm going through this. Or I'm not good enough. Or I'm maybe I'm not as cut out for this. But Everybody goes through it. And I'm going to tell you the cycle. It happens every stock, right? Because when we get into stocks, first of all, I'm going to talk about one thing. Because I want to make sure you guys understand the psychology of this. I want you guys to understand what's going through. So let's talk about something called the Dunning-Kruger effect. Now, some of you guys may have heard about this before because this is a psychology term. This doesn't have anything. It has something to do with stocks, but this is an overall psychology term about knowledge seeking knowledge, gaining knowledge, how we feel about knowledge, right? So, we all have heard, of, we, I, I'm hoping we've all heard of the imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is when you know a lot about a subject, but you feel like you're an imposter. A lot of minorities go through that. You know, so you can be an expert at something. You'll feel like, man, I can't possibly know everything about this subject. So, I must be an imposter. But really, you are an expert, but you don't realize it yet. But there's something that's the opposite of this. It's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. What that says is that people who don't know a lot about a subject feel like they know everything. And we see this all the time, right? They feel like, oh my God, I know everything, man. I don't need, I don't need any more education. I don't need to listen to anything else. I know everything, right? And that's what a lot of people, beginners get into with this. They, they may take you know, a class. They may look up something online. They may do one trade. It comes out positive. That's why it's dangerous, really, for beginners to to, do real, you know, to make a lot of money on their first trade because they don't understand yet, right? It's kind of dangerous for that to happen, I really don't like that. So, you know, I like people that have been you know, doing it for a few weeks, maybe a month or so. Then they make a big win because money makes a big win early. First thing, then they, that Dunning-Kruger effect comes in, and they feel like they know everything. I don't even have to study no more. I know all about this market, and then what happens is that you don't know all, and you lose a lot of money eventually because you get overconfident but and that's what happens to a lot of people you know but you got to watch out for that because it takes a lot to actually master this now you can be good at it if you practice patience and discipline within a certain narrow way of trading you can be good but to actually master all of it takes years years to do that right but that's what we teach that's what i like teaching about the momentum strategy the momentum strategy is very very narrow you can learn that quickly and it can work, but it doesn't, you know, it's only one particular strategy. It works well and you can't do it every day, right? You could, you could do it maybe really good about four times a, you know, a month, really, once a week maybe, right? But there's other strategy, but that's one strategy that we teach because that's easy to learn, you, it's quick to make profit, and, you know, it's not, you know, you can, you can learn it pretty quickly without a lot of experience. But the overall, all of the stock market takes a long time. But let's talk about how that psychology of the Dunning-Kruger effect And get inside one particular trade. Now, some of you guys right now, I want you to be honest with yourself because in order for us to learn, we got to be honest with ourselves because we got to look back on our thinking, especially in business too, stocks and business. Whenever you make, whenever you fail at something, you got to step back. You got to think. Now, what did I? I'm sorry. What did I do? What could I have changed? What could I have done wrong? Now, what was I thinking during the time? Well, how was my thinking bad? And then you're able to learn. If you don't want to analyze your failures in the past or analyze your missteps, you can't grow, you can't learn. Right? But that's what we do. When we make a mistake, we can step back and think about, "Now, how did I go wrong on that trade? What did I do wrong? When should I have sold? What was my mentality? What was my psychology during the entire life cycle of that trade?" Well, I'll tell you what a lot I'm telling you, it's probably 30, 40, 50 people in here that have been through this. And I'm going to tell it to you. And I want you guys just to admit it and say, yeah, that's me. You know, because once you admit it, you can learn from it, right? So let's talk a little bit about it. So every one of you guys have had a trade just like this. You bought the stock, right? Maybe your friend told you. Maybe you had a strong conviction about it. Maybe you saw some news. You bought a stock. It goes up a little bit. You know I mean? You get confident. Oh, man, I made the right decision. Oh, man, that's pretty good. Oh, man, you sit back in your chair, man. I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. Stock goes up a little bit more. Oh, you're feeling a little more confident, right? goes up a lot. Then you feel really confident. you get on the phone. You tell your friends, I made $1,000 in the stock market today. You didn't make it because you didn't sell the stock. You didn't make it because you didn't sell the stock. So you can't claim that you made the money. But we think like that. We see the money on the screen. I made $1,000. But you, you leave the stock in there, right? So then... This is when the dangerous part comes. And I talk about this. You pull out the calculator. Man, if that stock triples, I'm going to be able to buy a new car, man. Let me see. Oh, man, you start looking at the history. Man, it was another stock a year ago that went up 30 times just like this. Oh, man, my stock, let me see, 30 times. Man, I, can I can get a new car, Bins. I can get the house. Let me see. Oh, man. Oh, what if it goes to a, 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 a thousand times like that stock did two years ago? Oh, man oh man, oh man, then you start getting excited. And really at that point, (laughs) that's when you should sell. (laughs) That's when you should sell and get out of it. But most people don't, especially beginners. They continue, right? The stock may go up or down next, but you keep going, right? And then something happens. The stock turns against you, right? And when it does that, you think in your mind, oh, you know, this is how the market is, (laughs) you know? (laughs) The market's like this. That's how it is. You know, a real traders can take a little loss. <laughs> and then it goes down a little more. And you say, oh man, you know, I'm getting a little anxious here. <laughs> is it going to, I mean, when is it going to stop? And then it goes down more. Then you get, then fear sets in, right? You may be back at the point where you bought it again. You start getting scared. Oh man, what am I doing, man? I oh man, if it just goes back up, you know, a little bit, man, I swear to God I'll sell it, man. I swear to God, if it just goes back up a little bit, and then it goes down below you bought it, where you bought it from, and at that point, at that point, you should probably hold it, but what happens? You get scared and panic sell, and then the next day, the stock goes back up the next week or whatever, and you feel horrible about it, because you did exactly the opposite of what the market wanted you to do, and that, that whole process is a term for it. It's called giving money to the market. That's that's a term for it. And, and the, the, you know, the, the, the smart money, professional traders, they, they know that, the, 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 you know, the retail investors stuff, think like that. And that's called giving money to the market because you just basically you just giving money to the market. You know, you're just giving money up. You know, you're not even trading correctly. You're trading on pure emotion and that's it. When you're the most greedy, that's when you should probably sell. When you're the most fearful, fearful, that's when you should probably hold or, or, or buy more. And it's always the opposite, right? And that's why it's important to understand our emotions. That's why it's important to understand our thinking thought process throughout this whole process. Because if we know what's happening, we, we, I, just explained the, I just explained probably about half of you's thought process. How did I do that? I don't know each and every one of you. I, 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 I don't know you guys. You know, I've never met you before. How did I explain your exact thought process? Think about that. How was I able to do that? Well, because everybody goes through it. It's a common cycle. They got charts on this. They got graphs on this. People study this. It's common with humans. That's same. Everybody, every day, millions of people go through this. That's how it is. In the market, there's actually people that buy and sell on the opposite of that Because they know certain people are going to think a certain way and they, they make money based on how most people think, right? And it's called cinnamon. That's a type of trading you can do based on how people think about a certain stock. They get sentiment from you know, social media, stuff like that, and they try to figure out you know, how people think about this, how they feel about the stock right now. But we've talked about the cycle. We've talked about what happens inside. We've talked about things. But how do we control that? How can we stop this from happening? How can we stop making mistakes in our trading due to emotions, due to love, due to hate, due to, uh, due to fear, due to greed? Well, it's pretty simple, right? In the mentorship program, we know about that. In Not Checkers community, we know, right? It's pretty simple. Now, I'm going to tell you guys one thing. If you're trading correctly, if you're doing it the right way. If you're trading uh, using order types, if you're trading using uh, risk management strategies, if you're trading with stop losses, trailing stops well, like you should be, you should be able to do this. You should be able to buy a stock, Maybe wait a little bit, set a trail and stop a stop loss, put the phone down, and not even look at it for at least 30 minutes. You should be able to do that. If you can't do that, something's wrong. You should be able to make a trade, put the phone down, go out for a walk. If you can't do that, you're not trading correctly. If you can't buy your stock, put the phone down, and walk away. I do sometimes. So I'll watch a stock for a little bit, then I'll put in a trail and stop. And then I'll put the, you know, put the phone down. You don't have to watch it no more, you know? So if you can, that, that's, that's how you notice know you're trading correctly. Your emotions are out of it. The automated systems, the, the stop losses, the trailing stops, they do all that stuff for you. And you're able to walk away and do whatever you need to do, right? That's a passive income stream, right? If we're watching it all day, it's not passive no more. It's passive if we can walk away, right? And I'll tell you something else. I'll tell you another, another psychology. Uh, Point here is that anytime you take three consecutive losses, three consecutive wins, it's really time to step away. Right? I'm gonna tell you why. It's because when you win three times, if you gain money, gain profit three times in a stock, you're overconfident. You're, and you start getting, you know, you start getting greedy. You start feeling like you know everything. You remember, emotions, it happens to me. That's how I'm telling you. I've been doing this for 15 years. Now, it don't happen as much as a beginner. But it still happens to me. I still catch myself being greedy. I still catch myself being overconfident. I still catch myself being fearful. I know how it works. I'm able to control it, but I'll catch myself. Right? Because that's human nature. That's how we are. There's nothing wrong with that, but you got to be able to control it. So, if you win three times, you lose three times. time to step away. Regroup. Understand what went wrong and what went right, come back a later time. Because when we lose three times, we pay, we're, we're in what's called recovery mode, right? And that, that's dangerous, too, is that you'll miss, you'll lose three times, and you'll feel like, I got to get all my money back. So you keep doing crazier and crazier trades until all the money's gone. And that's common, too. That's common, is that you'll lose that one trade, you'll, like maybe an option, and you'll lose money. And you'll say, oh, man, I got to find another good trade, an even riskier trade, to make my money back for the previous loss. Then you lose a little bit on that. Now I gotta make a third trade that's even riskier to make money for the last two. So every time you're progressively getting worse and riskier. Every single time. And you're losing more and more money. That's why it's best to step away. Analyze what happened. Maybe a few days. And then come back and trade with a fresh mind. Because if you don't do that, you keep making mistakes. Even if you win. You get greedier and greedier and greedy, and then pretty soon you take a dramatic loss, lose all your money from the last three trades, because you get You know, you, if you if you if you do something three times, win three times, you're getting your confidence too high, overconfident, right? That's another one. The third one is create rules, and we talk about this a lot in my classes. Talk about this a lot in the mentorship program. Create rules, personal rules. That you have for your trading activities. Like, I buy these types of stocks. If this doesn't happen, I'm not buying. If this does happen, I am. And stick to those rules. Put a trailing stop in after so many minutes, or put a stop loss in immediately after you buy. You, you should have rules to your trading that you, you don't break for nothing. Maybe some crazy circumstances, but you shouldn't break them hardly at all. Right? And then another one is trade the right market conditions. A lot of times we get desperate and we get, you know, happy, right? So we want to trade every single day. Some days, and that's what I tell people in my Chestnut not trick I'm like, look, man, I don't trade much in September and October because traditionally it's been bad to me. So I may not do but one or two options this month, you know? And the reason is because I'm not going to trade every day. You know, I'm not going I don't do that, right? I only trade when the market conditions are good, what I like, right? When I think I got the highest advantage. And a lot of beginners feel like they have to trade every day. And sometimes you make mistakes because you want to trade every day. And this is something else a lot of you go to. You'll wake up in the morning excited. You'll wake up in the morning happy. You'll wake up in the morning looking for opportunity. Opportunity doesn't present itself, but you buy something anyway. Because you're so excited that you have to buy something. And you just find something. You buy you end up losing money. We don't have to trade every day. The market is, isn't all right, man, just step back and say, I'll do it tomorrow. You don't have to trade every day. So, final thing, simple. You ask yourself, am I being greedy? Am I being fearful? Right? So, when you're in the middle of a trade and you're up, let's say, 20%, and you stay, think about yourself, say, am I being greedy here? Should I just sell this? You know, because maybe you are. A lot of times we ask ourselves that question. We can figure out the answer quickly right? Last thing is just be, just, you know, establish yourself a trading plan. We talked about that, but you should also, especially for beginners, I really don't have this much anymore, but for beginners or maybe intermediate people, you should have a trading journal. I know you guys have heard that before. And basically what that is, is that it's just a a ledger or something where you put your trades in, right? And you, some, some people even go far enough to, they'll put their buy and sell point, the profit or loss. Then they'll also put They'll, they'll write how they felt about the stock, that, you know, what they thought, what was going through their head. You know, an entire journal so you can look back and you can analyze your, your thoughts on all these, you know, all these stocks. Like, what did I do here? What did I do? What did I do wrong here? The trading journal, and a lot of times people will record what they felt about the stocks at the time, right? Last one is just be logical and relax, you know, and, and take the emotions out completely, man, because when you have a plan and you have knowledge, right? There's no room for emotions anymore. But when you lack one of those or both of them, that's when emotions gonna fill those gaps.